You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Coming up in 10, 12 minutes, we are going to give away tickets to the Golden Knights and Predators. A little bit later in the show, we're going to have tickets to go see David Lee Roth. We're also going to be joined by Cassie Soto and J.R. Starkis this hour. Uh, the Golden Knights, not the Golden Knights, the Raiders play the Colts on Sunday. It is as this, Ed, this is as close to a must win as you can have without it actually being a must win. Because technically, the Raiders don't have to win this game to make the playoffs. No, they, you went over the scenarios yesterday, and there'd be a lot of stuff that needs to happen if they lose yes. to the Colts. They can lose and still make the playoffs, though it would be very, very unlikely for that to happen. Uh, they can be eliminated this week as well. Uh, I believe it is a loss combined with a Chargers win. Chargers, Patriots, and or Chargers, Patriots, and Ravens win. I think it's those three. If they win while the Raiders lose, then they're done for. They're oh, eliminated, man. and the final week you of know the what season that means. won't matter. I'm going to sit around and wait for stuff before writing. That's not good. That's right. You are going to have to sit around. Because it's the early game. It is. 10 a.m. kickoff there yeah. in Indianapolis. Yeah. That's not good. Are you go, like you're going, around. right? Yeah, I don't like yeah. waiting around. Oh, you're going to be sitting in the press box at Lucas Oil oh, Stadium. Just waiting around, looking at Charger yeah. scores and Ravens scores. Ravens play the Chiefs, so. Maybe no, no, they play Denver. Oh, what a disaster. Yeah, yeah. You get the Patriots play Jacksonville. Oh, no. The Chargers play Denver. Uh, the Ravens are playing the Rams. So so really only, well, who knows what the Chargers, they lost to Houston. We'll be waiting around for scores. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It could also be sub out the Ravens, the Dolphins at Tennessee. If the Dolphins win, the Raiders are eliminated. If all those things happen or just the Dolphins? They need three. They need three results. They need three of the four. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, I only say this because I only really care about me. Oh, so, wait. Oh, no. My problems oh, they're done and for. my issues. Oh, they're done for. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm going. So I'm using. So five, you're assuming they lose the game. No, no. So I'm doing 538, their playoff predictor here. All right. Here's, here you go. Raiders lose to the Colts. They right? have to lose. Okay. If they lose this week. The Chargers beat the Broncos, Okay, which uh, they just lost to the Texans, uh, yeah, I'm aware, but you know, it yeah. seems likely that they, they actually it's beat the NFL, the Broncos. so they're going to win 38-3 to the next right. week. The Patriots, if they beat the Jags, which okay, that's, seems likely, okay. and if the Bills beat the Falcons, the then Raiders are eliminated. Okay, that's, that's a lot more sensible than the other five, because the... Dolphins, I know they've won seven straight, but to go to Tennessee, I mean, there's some games in there where you'd have to wait around. But of those three, yeah, those they're all three, winning. You're just kind of waiting around the, for the Chargers. The Bills are beating the Falcons. The Patriots are beating the Jags. Yeah, you'd have to wait around for the Chargers. I think they're beating the Broncos, which means which would make this a must-win game. Yes, <laughs> without it ne- technically being a must-win game. But yeah, no, it's going to be fun. They got to the Raiders got to win their last two. That's that's the story here. Jonathan Taylor could break their hearts. Didn't Jonathan Taylor run for like 200 yards on them last year? Was that last year? Yeah, he's only been in the league for two years, right? I don't even remember that game. I'm that's almost how lost I am. He had one of the biggest games of his career last year. Last year against them? I'm almost certain. Now you're going to make me look this up on the air. Let's see. Jonathan Taylor, 150 yards last year against 44-27 Colts. 20 carries, 150, 
Uh, he averaged 7.5 yards per carry, had two touchdowns. Wow, this season's been so up and down and exciting. I don't even remember that game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who has been in the league for less than two seasons, that is only the fifth highest rushing total of his career already. Wow. <laughs> Running backs don't matter. They don't. Uh, he had 253 against Jacksonville oh. earlier this year. <laughs> 253. <laughs> What's more impressive to you? And I think you're going to say the 253. 253 or Burrow 500 plus? 500 I, plus is hard. Yeah, so is 253. It is. I think it's, two, it's 253. It I think is. it's 253 on it the is. ground. Simply because it's a passing league now. Yeah, on the ground, and you could get huge chunks on, on passing yeah. throughout the game. I will, okay, the 500 yards in a win is more impressive than 500 yards in a loss. Right. Oh, sure. Because if you're down, like, you're down, you're just doing nothing. You're down 31 yeah, 14. You're just doing nothing but throwing. Right. You're coming out. Chucking. But he won. Yeah. But he won. They were, and remember, Harbaugh was kind of annoyed at that. You saw that, right? He yes. was, he and Zach Taylor at midfield, Harbaugh kind of yeah. gave him whatever, a stare down and a word in his ear or something about them throwing the ball while still winning. Yeah. Get over it, Harbaugh. Go be Harbaugh, yeah. the, the coach who made sure they ran a play to get their 100 yards rushing in a game earlier right. this year was upset the, the, uh, Bengals were going for 500 passing yards, but yeah, Jonathan Taylor. All right. Fun story from ESPN earlier this week. They did a whole story on like NFL off season and where quarterbacks could end up. And a lot of this revolved around Russell Wilson ending up in new Orleans. And so Russell Wilson into the year gets traded because Seattle might tear everything down. Send him to new Orleans who has a decent team, but the quarterback situation sort of unresolved there in this scenario. Uh, Bill Barnwell of ESPN had Seattle then trading for Derek Carr, which I guess I, we could see happening if Seattle moves on from Russell Wilson. But they only had Seattle giving up a second-round pick to acquire Derek Carr. Is there any way the Raiders only get a second-round pick for Derek Carr if they trade him? I just don't think they'd, uh, they'd accept a second-round pick. I wouldn't. I mean, Stafford you have down here got two ones, a three, and Jared Goff they took on the contract. Sam Darnold, the two and four and six. And if you're saying that Carr is, what what have we said, 10 to 14, then if you're not given, if if it doesn't start with a one, yeah, then I'm not trading Derek right. Carr. Exactly. That's what, like, Sam Darnold got a two, a four, and a six. Yes. Carr is so much better, better than, than Sam, Darnold. Sam Darnold that you're getting more than what Sam Darnold was traded for. Stafford's an interesting comparison because I think most people would put Stafford sort of in the same tier as Carr yes, where that third tier we talked about earlier. Right. Career loser, but the team's always been bad, but the quarterback's always been Good. decent, right? right? Not we know Carr and Stafford aren't a top five quarterback in the league, but we also know they're in the top fifteen somewhere. Um, but the 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 problem with that trade is the Rams gave up two ones. It was largely viewed as they gave up a first round pick for Stafford, but they also gave up a first round pick so that D or so that Detroit would take Jared Goff's nice. contract because his contract's horrible. Carr's on a very friendly contract though, which I think makes him even more valuable. Because if you're a team, you you probably if you trade for Carr, you're probably extending him. But if you're a team, you could look at Carr and say, all right. Let's, let's give him one year, yeah, like a twenty million or one year, he makes. twenty million. Like if if this goes well, awesome, we'll sign him to the massive forty million a year uh, extension afterwards. If this goes poorly, we'll move on to somebody right. else. So like, I think that makes Carr extremely valuable yeah. in terms of teams trading for him. I gotta imagine you're getting a first round pick 
plus. Like it's a first round pick plus a second, a first plus a third. Like if it, here's the thing, whoever the GM is for the Raiders this offseason, if it's Mike Mayock, if Mark Davis decides to go with somebody else, if they trade Derek Carr and all they get back is a second round pick, Mark Davis needs to walk down and fire whoever right. that general manager is on the spot. Even if he's been on the day for or been on the job for one day, that guy needs to be fired <laughs> on the spot if he trades Derek Carr for a second round pick. Like that is not enough. Not enough at all. Even if you even if you're the Raiders and you decide you're going to rebuild, Derek Carr has so much more value than just a second round pick. You can't take well, that. Well, what do they have Russell Wilson going to New Orleans? Uh, let me double check that. For, for for I mean I would think a one has to be involved. Yeah, it can't be like It can't be less than a one for Russell Wilson. Yeah, cuz it's got to be like if you're like Russell Wilson and Derek Carr, and Derek Carr, yes, Russell Wilson you'd consider is better, but it can't be that much here. Let's see. Where the hell is the actual trade they proposed here? I can't quite find it, but anyways. Oh, here we go. New Orleans will send a first and a third and a player. Okay. Then if I'm the Raiders, I mean, I'd ask for a first and a third. A f- yeah. I would I'd say, ask for a first and a third. So yeah, you just got those for Russell Wilson. I don't us. know who the player would be. Yeah. I, I listen I mean, first. And if they right, if you told me they trade Derek Carr and they get a first and a third back, I'd say, okay, yes, that's, that seems like fair. That's, I, that's fair value. I don't him. think you're looking at it saying, oh, they great deal for the Raiders. Right. But I think you're looking at it saying, okay, that's yeah. If you're, if you're rebuilding and you get a first and a third, okay. Like Derek Carr. Yeah, that, that works. If you get a second and a third, no, no. You got He has to get a one. Has to. And you said, and they can also couch it with, you don't have to extend them. Right. Or you do believe in him and you you do extend him. He'd, you know, throw a fit and his agent would throw a fit because they want to be extended, which I understand. (laughs) I mean, he's in line for $40 a year. I I, I completely understand that. I will will say, it would be funny if they traded him and and whoever he got traded to did not extend him. That would be be a funny scenario. Be furious. Yeah. And then... Well, I don't know if he'd be furious because he wouldn't have read any of the articles and not known he wasn't being extended. <laughs> so he, he wouldn't have heard until the agent read the articles and then said, by the way, this is what they're writing in Seattle. <laughs> really? I don't read that stuff. I don't pay attention. Let to me that. ask you, not that I think they'll trade any of these guys. Who would bring back the most if they traded them right now? Would Max Crosby bring back the biggest value? Oh, you mean the guy, the... Uh, Anybody on the current roster is Crosby bringing back more than Carr? You mean if he, if the player was was thrown into the deal, or you're saying no? I'm saying separate trade. Like if the Raiders oh, just said we're trading, I still think everybody. Carr would because he's a quarterback. You think Carr would get I more? I think still Carr would because he's a quarterback and he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's not like some bum. Would they get a first for Crosby? Oof. I think you can make a you really make, strong you case. You can make an that, argument for yeah. it. Yeah. Now you are if you trade for Crosby, you're going to have to pay him. What's he got? One more year on his right. rookie deal. Right. You're going to have to pay him soon. But you'd get one year, very cheap, Max Crosby, and then you give him the extension. What would a completely healthy, healthy Darren Waller take? I don't think a lot. A first? I no, no. I don't. I mean, somebody might be dumb enough to do it, but he just like he plays tight end. It's just not a valuable enough position that I think somebody would trade. Now, we've seen running backs traded for ones. We've seen I mean, the Seahawks traded two first for Jamal Adams, right. who's basically Jonathan Abram, but yeah. maybe a little bit better. Um, so we've seen teams do dumb things. I'd have a hard time seeing somebody give up a one for Darren Waller just be, just because he plays tight end and he got hurt this year and he's he's not Kelsey or Kittle who are they're better yeah. blockers. Darren Waller is not on the same level blocking as Kelsey and Kittle right. are. So 
if somebody did, I'd, I'd trade him in a heartbeat. If somebody offered a one for Waller, I don't care if you're rebuilding or not. I'd, I'd accept it yes. if I was the Raiders, but I'd have a hard time seeing that happen. All right, here we go. We've got tickets to go see the Golden Knights and the Predators on January 4th, if the game happens. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. You'll want a pair of tickets to see the Golden Knights take on the Predators. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number three. It's the Press Box with Grady and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. Joining us now... From Raiders.com, it's Cassie Soto. Good morning, Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Good morning. Um, all right. I, I do need a rundown from you. Uh, your parents and their experience going to the Raiders and Broncos game. So my mother is a Broncos fan and dad is a Raiders fan. And it was a match made in heaven, obviously. My <laughs> mother, um, she got, you know, those little mini helmets, like the little mini team helmets. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So she got one for Christmas and was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. I'm taking it to the game. This woman tied like a string, like a fishing line to it, went to the Broncos player tunnel and was like dropping the helmet with a Sharpie down the tunnel as players were walking by. She got the entire helmet signed. Like she ran out of space on this helmet. I can verify. She had me look through the binoculars. I saw this nut job kind of fishing with the helmet down there as people walked by. Fishing the helmet. I went over afterwards and got a picture of her, and she was like a little kid. Like, just got the best present in the entire world. She was so happy. It was the cutest thing to see her just fishing for signatures. <laughs> did she, wait, did she get anybody good? Or are we going to, like, find out it was just Drew Locke 30 times? I think, well, she got the kicker. It was McManus. Well, yeah, he's no, better no, than got, Drew Locke. Yeah. yeah, she got the kicker, but she got the kicker, but he dropped the lid to the <laughs> Sharpie. And so, like, he had to, like, put it in the helmet, so it would kind of, like, ruin the whole thing. But at that point, she already had a lot of signatures. But, no, and she didn't. I was like, did you get Judy at least? She's like, no, couldn't get him. Uh, Well, all right. Speaking of presents, Tyler. uh, Oh, yes. Today's a a a special day. day. It's a special day for uh, Uh, December 30th. We want to give a big shout-out. LeBron James turns 37 Tiger Woods turns 46. Tiger Woods is 46. Yeah. Uh, Sandy Koufax is 86 yeah. years old. You know, Carson Wentz is 29. It's a big day. A lot of special people have a birthday yeah. today. Uh, Cassie, how was the food at Allegiant Stadium on <laughs> uh, the Christmas game against yeah. the Broncos? Did you like the food? Uh, what, what, no, it was a pot pie. What's wrong with pot pies? Did they make nasty. those? In, did they make those in Denver? They they usually take whatever team they're playing and kind of give the food from that area. I've been to Denver a lot. I never ordered a pot pie, but it it looked well. What did I say here? It looked interesting. It was gooey. It was it was too gooey. Gramola would have had a fit. Oh, he would have, <laughs> no, no. And he was there too. Oh, he was there, huh? He was there. I didn't see him. Oh, eating I didn't anything. even see what he ate. I think they they always have the little hot dog stations. Yes, they what, have the hot dogs. So hold on. What's wrong with pot pies? It's gooey and looks like dirty baby food. Okay. I mean, it's bread. I mean, with, she said that with not like me, but I'm going to inside of it. Yeah. It's perfectly it's, it's fine. It's gray. Why is it gray? I don't know what's in it, but it's fine. 
I'll eat it. I'll eat it. It'll be just fine. Um, you know, I mean, we were just kidding before about birthdays. Layla, yeah, can we go back to the birthday? Layla Lee turns 44. Yeah, big day. Oh, and uh, Kenyon Martin turns 44. Yeah. So they're both 44. Happy birthday to those people. Yeah, it's a big I mean, day. This is, it's big a fun day. day with special people we're mentioning. Yeah, a lot of special people to the show. I didn't know Layla Lee. I knew LeBron James and Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah we don't day. care why. Um, um, I, I have another question for you, Cassie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ed is a big fan of the show Alone on the History Channel. Do you know anything about this show? Not a chance. Okay, so they take 10 people, apparently, drop them off in the wilderness of freezing cold Canada, and whoever just simply survives the longest wins. But is you, Survivor or whatever? Well, no, a lot. Well, no, Survivor, no, no. they're in Fiji on the beach. This is like <laughs> Canada on a frozen lake, and there's bears that might eat you, and you just have to survive the longest. You have to build your own shelter. You have to hunt your own food. You have to fish your own It's it's. You have to avoid the bears. I mean, it's literally survival. It's not Naked like Naked and game. Afraid. That's Naked. a show. There's a have show where show? They, they apparently drop people off naked and, like, the and they're afraid. Yeah. Okay, these people would die because it gets to be like twenty to thirty <laughs> below. So they put them in cold places sometimes. Sometimes. So, um, no, this is this is really harsh. It's legitimately you are living off the land in every way. Which Cassie, which of your family members would survive the longest? The fiance. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can the he, fiance. Can he chop down a tree and build his own little? tiny cabin to sleep in he's very yeah he's very handy actually he's quite a good uh wilderman nature man wilderman whatever we got stuck actually um and when we went up camping and like the truck was all it just got all kinds of stuck and he like put a rock on another rock to like level out and he did he like engineered his way out of Oh, he's he's, he's, he's uh, surviving far more than any of us. That's <laughs> yeah. just the rock on top of rock. Yeah, if there's anyone that I'm getting like just stranded in the wilderness or in Fiji, that it's that guy for sure. All right, Cassie, I have an important question for you. Can you change a tire? Nope. Oh man. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. My girlfriend can't change one either. You got to know how to do this. No. Uh, whenever I always think I'm like. Literally, when I get on the frame, like, all right, who's closest to me, my dad or the fiance? That's the one I'll call. <laughs> have you had when Have I, you had these issues? Have you had problems with tires? Mm, tires, no. When I got into that bad car accident, that would that was not fun. Who did you call? That's coming up on like two years. Everybody. <laughs> 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 Everyone except my Ed, mom, he'd make my it worse. dad. Oh, I, 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 the problem if you're calling me is I'd get in an accident going to your accident. <laughs> And, and it would, was raining too, so you would have for sure. Oh yeah, I would have never made it. I would have never made it. Um, no, I don't know how to change a tire. I do know. I think I know how to ch- like uh, do a battery, like uh, jump jump start a car. Do you know how do to a do? A, I'm gonna say you don't know how <laughs> no. to do it since you phrased it as I know how to do a do you battery. Have, do you have the cables in your car? I do. I do. For somebody else, I had to help Vinny yes. from the review journal jumpstart his car. By help, do you mean you gave him the cables and, and used he did your it. car and he did it all? <laughs> no, I had to open my hood. Oh, good for you. You knew where that latch was. Do you do you remember? Um, he's not longer on it for obvious reasons. Do you remember the Today Show, Matt Lauer? Yeah. It's his birthday today. He turned, turned 64. 64. Oh, yeah, congratulations on. to Matt Lauer. Not that guy. Yeah. Uh, Ellie Golding. One. Ellie Golding turns 35 today. Ooh, Ellie 
Golding. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, AJ Persnisky, uh, 45. Yep, 45. Big day. A lot it's of a birthdays, birthdays on December 30th. Big day for birthdays of special, 30th. special yeah. people. Uh, Cassie, did you see at the Vikings-Rams game a corgi race at halftime? Why are these happening everywhere except Allegiant Stadium? Uh, because they don't want your dog, Archie, to compete. Do you know how big of a corgi community we have in Las oh Vegas? Oh, my God. Oh, how no. big? How big is the it's corgi massive. community? Did you see the TikTok I made of Archie for his corgi Halloween party? Uh, no. I saw there him. There was like I saw 40 wishing, corgis. Uh, I saw him wishing for longer <sighs> legs on Christmas. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, you're telling me you met up with 40 people who have corgis? And they were all dressed in costumes? All in costumes. Oh, yes. No. And we met Hammy and Olivia that day. They're like the super famous corgi tic, um, on TikTok. They have like, shoot, like 9 million followers and like 20 more on Instagram. Wait, they're from Vegas? Yeah, they're from Vegas. Oh. They're like, they're like the corgis to follow on Instagram. The corgis. Archie is not the corgi to follow. Tammy and Olivia. Yeah. No, but then when I was like, oh, like my dog, I'm trying. He's like, oh my God, I've seen this video. So Tammy and Olivia saw our video. Do you think Archie could win a corgi race? Could he? So the the premise here, I think they're like 40 yards away, but you have one person who releases the dog and somebody else at the goal line trying to get them to come and finish. Would Archie actually finish the race or would he get distracted? We actually won second place with his, with our other family dog, a Chihuahua in a Chihuahua race on Cinco de Mayo. And we came in second place. So (laughs) the, the, Strategy that Estrus and I have, I think, would be okay. You think Corgi would be would okay? It. Yeah. All right. We, I... we get as a, it's more so about just getting their attention, like focusing on like there's mom, run to mom. Yeah. And I think he'd be okay. Like forty yards away, that's a long way. There's a lot to be distracted by in forty yards. He could do it. There's... He could do. It. We'll see if that all that training we did will pay off. <laughs> do you have any cookies <laughs> left over from your rating of the Denver Bronco cookie bar on Sunday? Uh, it's all for Bronco, babe. Oh, you brought them to her. I was going to say, I was going to say you could use them if there had been a special occasion lately, but obviously because there's not, you couldn't use the cookies. No occasion, no cookies. No. no. Ed, is it anybody else's birthday today? Any? Well, we've named a lot of special people. Yeah. A lot of famous people here on the press box. I don't box, think December it's anybody else's birthdays. birthday today. Cassie, do you know anybody else who has a birthday today? I don't know. Just some rando who gets made fun of on public airwaves all the time. <laughs> all right. All right. Happy birthday, Cassie. Happy birthday, kid. Yay! Happy birthday. It's a big day for you. What's your plans? <laughs> What's your plans? What's the fiance? You, 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 I'm sure you put him under a lot of pressure Hopefully, to do I hope, something. God, for I you. hope he's playing soccer. Yeah. I hope he's playing soccer. <laughs> no, that's on. Wait, no. That, today's not Friday. On Fridays, he does play soccer. So, what's the plan? Uh, no. Today we're. Um, do you guys like Zabas? We're catering Zabas. Oh. So that's my big. That's my big request. You're catering. Yeah. Oh, look we're at doing you. Zabas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Get in the car, go over and pick it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. And well, catering translates to you're having a party. A little bit. Tyler, invitation? Of course not. Of course not. No, me, Kira, invitation. <laughs> not me. No, no. I, I didn't get an invitation. <laughs> Boy. I mean, this obviously this is a preview to the wedding we won't be going okay, to. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It's okay. I think wow. we'll go to AJ Przinsky's birthday party yes, instead exactly. today. Layla Lee will be happy yeah. to have you guys. Layla will have us. Layla Lee. All right. <laughs> Get out of here, Cassie. Wow. Enjoy your birthday. Thanks, yeah. thanks guys. No, no, no invitation. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? I like Zabas too. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have gone. You'd have gone. Where's the food? Of when, course. When's the That's... catering people getting here? <laughs> That's all I would have done. Gone for Zabas. All right. Coming up next, J.R. Starkis joins the show.
Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. All right, here we go. It's a Thursday. You know what that means. Follow him on Twitter at JR Starkus, Key Account Executive, Southern Glazers Wine Spirits, Nevada, our extreme exologist. It's JR Starkus. How are you, buddy? Maybe we don't have JR. Do we have JR? I'm here. Oh, there, I'm you here yeah. there you go. There right, we right. go. <laughs> Hello, JR. How are you doing? Good this morning. morning. All right. I'm I, good, guys. How are you? Good. I have an important question for you. Uh, do you know of the show alone on the History Channel? So I do now because I'm an avid listener of the show. Right. So I've never, I did not, I had not heard of it before um, you guys were talking about it earlier this week, but it does sound incredibly intriguing. And I have been thinking about like, all right, what the hell would I bring <laughs> of my 10 things if it were me? I would, I would fail miserably because I am an awful, like, outdoorsman uh i've been camping one time in my life and it was the worst experience of my life because it was like it's cold and i i mean and i was spoiled too we got to the campsite and like my tent and everything was already set up all i had to do was like sleep in it and that was still miserable uh I was like this is terrible why are people doing this um i do enjoy the camping like the the sitting around the fire and, and drinking and stuff like that i do enjoy that but give me a, i need a shower and a hotel room and a, like a regular bed so yeah. i would fail miserably I don't think you're going to be able to mix many drinks to sit around the campfire and drink while uh, dumped off in some northern Canadian territory. Yeah, no, it, it sounds it sounds incredible to watch from a distance, kind of like snow. Like snow's cool to watch from a distance, but if you have to shovel it, it's awful. But uh, if you get to like, if you know, if you're sitting by a, a fire in a nice cabin and you get to watch it fall, then that's okay. If you don't have to go out and. All right. Of your ten items, you can bring one bottle of alcohol. What are you bringing? Um. I well. Do I? I mean, it would be probably like a bourbon and probably something. Um. Not too high proof. Um. But moderately high proof, maybe in the ninety to one hundred. <laughs> you don't want to be passing out when the bears are on the way. It's, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe no, that's well. true. But maybe you're you're drunk enough to just kind of like meander your way through it. You're like, uh, what? I don't even know what's happening right now. Wait, what what bottle of liquor is most likely to attract bears? I would imagine something like um, you know, something that's like a liqueur, something that's got sugar and sweet mm-hmm. to it, you know, like uh something like that. Whatever that may be, could be like Grandmayer, Saint Germain, Cointreau, all those brands uh, you know, have a little bit of sugar in it. That's why when you taste them they're a little bit of sweet. Um, so, you know, it's it, I would imagine something like that would be the worst cuz if you spill it um, they would probably smell it. Uh, worse yet, if you spill it on yourself, uh, <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah, that's the worst case uh, scenario. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But then, when the ants might be attracted, and your food might crawl yeah, right you, up on your arm. Yeah, you could go yeah. and just eat the and lick that's the ants true. off your arm. Yeah. That's true. Maybe that's um, maybe it's a, a you know a, a a life hack way of hunting. Where you're like, oh, I don't need to go look for them. I'll just bring them right to me. I'll just bury my foot in uh, honey. And I'll shove it in the ground, and I'll have every wildlife kind of thing attracted to me. And maybe the bear gets close, and I can shoot it with my bow and arrow. There you go. Uh, but if not, then I die, and I lose. So I'm going to lose anyway, so I might as well go down swinging. I should have made this clear on this show this year. Can't kill the bears. What? You can't you can't you can't you can't you, so can, you just have to run from them? You can well you don't want to run from them. You want to scream <laughs> hey you want to scream hey bear hey bear and make a lot of noise. They did give them. Um, uh, it's not a gun, but they gave them. Um, you shoot off like a noisemaker that the bear is all afraid of, that they gave him like 10 of those, 
but it has said the entire season you can't kill the Bears. Yeah, so here's something that would probably not happen. I'm not standing there yelling, hey, bear, hey, bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah. I, like, for uh, the first four episodes, there's been about ten people screaming, hey, bear, hey, bear. <laughs> that sounds like you're calling him. He's like, oh, look, there's this guy over here. You know? Like, I'm hoping he doesn't see me, and if he does see me, I'm – like I'm trying, I'm gonna do my best to scurry away and like hide behind a tree and no. you know, like when you see people play, like you ever seen the on like ESPN? Every once in a while, they'll play those like weird shows, like professional tag, you know, and like they're like behind a behind a table, back and forth. That would be me, like trying to scurry away from this this thing before it gives up. Uh, all right, <laughs> be... what are you making for us today, Jr. New Year's Eve tomorrow night, obviously, we want to do something something with sparkling wine. And a lot of people are going to have some sort of celebration, I would imagine, with, with champagne or some sort of sparkling wine. Um, but, you know, naturally, if, if anybody is, is a frequent shopper in the liquor store, you've seen that, you know, champagne and your favorite champagne is most likely a lot harder to come by this year. Um, the port backup is, is anything coming from overseas, especially France. Um, or Italy, or Spain, or wherever you may get your sparkling wine from, uh, you know the, the 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 backup is real, and so the there's there's lot less on the shelves this year. So if you're a, a Dom Perignon or a Perrier Jouet or a Veuve Clicquot drinker, you're probably finding it hard to come by. Um, but if you want some side of sparkles, there's a lot of different options out there. You just have to kind of expand your horizon. Uh, but with that being said. I wanted to make a cocktail, classic cocktail called the French 75, which uses basically any kind of brute being dry, brute sparkling wine you can use. So whether that be a, a Prosecco or a Cava or Champagne or whatever you have at your house, um, this particular cocktail is wonderful. Um, I am going to use a, uh, a brand called Empress Gin, Empress 1908 Gin. If you've seen the bottle before, you may have you may have kind of looked at it maybe a little uh, curiously because it's it, the color of the bottle, uh, the, the liquid inside is actually like purple, like purplish pink. Um, that is from butterfly pea blossom, and butterfly pea blossom is actually known to be kind of like an aphrodisiac, and it is added to the gin post-distillation, which makes the gin purple. Now, it won't stain your teeth or anything like that, so you don't have to worry about that if, if that's a concern. Like sometimes red wine will stain your teeth. This gin, the color in it will not stain your teeth. Um, but what also makes this, this fun is that when a sea like citrus, lemon, lime, something like that touches it, um, it changes colors. Uh, so it becomes, instead of purple, it becomes pink the moment it, it touches any acidity. So I'm choosing to use Don, uh, Empress 1908 gin. It's a wonderful gin. Actually, the owners live locally. It's a phenomenal uh, London Dry style uh, gin. So it's, it's similar to what you're probably familiar with if you're a gin drinker, uh, but again, kind of while it's not made here in Las Vegas, the ownership is local, so I can, can I kind of consider it uh, a quasi-local spirit for us, so something else that we can be proud of. Uh, what you're going to need, the key to making this drink, is all of the ingredients, which are only three ingredients, gin, fresh lemon sour, which is just lemon juice and simple syrup mixed together in equal proportions, and the champagne or the sparkling wine. The best way to make this drink well is to make sure that all of the ingredients are well chilled. So when you buy your bottle of Empress Gin, Put it in the freezer or the refrigerator. Make your lemon sour uh, today, for instance, and put it in the refrigerator so it's nice and cold. Um, put your champagne or your sparkling wine in the refrigerator so it's nice and cold. And, of course, if you have a champagne flute, why not throw those in the freezer too and make sure that the flutes themselves are nice and cold. All you have to do to make this drink is take one ounce of Empress Gin, add it directly to your frozen champagne flute. 
Then add the one ounce of lemon sour and add it also directly to the champagne fluid. At this point, you'll see the color change immediately. As soon as the lemon hits the, the Empress Gin, the color will change. Then take your cold champagne or sparkling wine, top it off with three to four ounces of the sparkling wine to fill your glass, garnish it with a piece of lemon peel, and you have a beautiful, very easy French 75, no crazy mixing to do, nothing like that. Um, you get to experience a new gin, you get to experience a color change, and you have a wonderful cocktail uh, that if you buy a nice bottle of sparkling wine, it will, uh, it will of course, accompany it well. But it will also, if you buy a bottle of sparkling wine, it's like, oh, I don't necessarily like this um, by itself because you'd never tried it before and you went out on a limb, you can make the cocktail and it will immediately take that sparkling wine that you don't like and make it taste a hell of a lot better <laughs> because now you've added some quality ingredients to it. Um, this drink has been around for a long time, since the 1915s, um, 1920 area. And so it's, it's a classic drink. You see it in some classic cocktail bars, and it's an absolutely wonderful uh, sipper for New Year's Eve uh, that's a little bit out of the realm of the, you know, the Bellini or the Melissa. Um, I am imagining you as like my 10th grade chemistry teacher when you keep telling us it's going to change colors immediately. Well, you know, what's funny is, is like because I'm around these things often, um, you know, they're cool, but they don't, they don't necessarily, like, strike a chord with me anymore, um, you know, because it's just like one of those things. You see it all the time. It, it's, you know, I would imagine it's like you guys around professional athletes. A lot of people be like, oh, look at all the professional athletes. You guys are like, yeah, I write about these. I see these guys all the time. It's not a big deal. Um, so, you know, for, for me, I, don't, I, I see it, and it's not, a, it's not a huge deal, but I watch the reaction on people's faces when I make drinks for them with these things, and they are absolutely in awe. And it is like, oh, do that trick again. And I'm like, it's not a trick. It's just it's stuff that just happens. You know, I'm not a, not a magician. Uh, but, uh, but they love it. You know, uh, it's, it's the same thing with, with like specialty ice, right? Ice spheres, ice, large ice cubes, the ones that are clear. Uh, people love them. I see them all the time. But people are like, oh, how do I get a clear ice cube? I want a clear ice cube. I'm like, okay. You know, um, so people love it. If you have guests at your house, it's, it's, it's an easy way to like impress them without doing anything whatsoever and just making a drink and you can tell them, look at this color change. Boom. Voila. It changes, you know, um, the same thing will happen if you just made a simple gin and tonic, if you will, with, uh, the, with, with Empress gin, gin and tonic, the same thing will happen. The color will change right in front of your eyes and people are oohing and on after it. They love it. I absolutely will be oohing and on. No doubt about it. By the way, something else you said in there is like, Hey, you've got a sparkling wine. You didn't like it. This will fix it. That might be what you need to do in 2023 or 2022 on this show is just, hey, what bad bottle of alcohol do you not like? I'm going to make it something you want to drink. Let's do it. I, I love the challenge. I would definitely appreciate it. And there's, uh, I, you know, I'm, there's, there's plenty of them. It's, uh, it's funny because we have one of my customers um, at, around Thanksgiving every year. They, they do a worst bottle of booze. So you bring... <laughs> to the meeting, your worst <laughs> bottle of booze, and everybody has to drink it, and then you vote on who brought the absolute worst oh. bottle of booze. So every year, there's, uh, that's when all the garbage comes out, and it's, um, it's pretty incredible to see what people bring because there are, um, there are a lot of, of terrible, terrible inventions. I saw something on the TTB website the other day that was a new whiskey that's coming out, and this is, um, I, I haven't seen it yet. It's just the label has been approved via the government, it, it is a whiskey that is peanut butter and jalapeno. Oh. I have no, I have no idea who, what research they've done, market research. They were like, you know what, we people need they need this they need peanut butter and jalapeno whiskey. Um, I, I'd love to see that that paperwork, but 
yeah, so there's some weird stuff coming out. Um, I hope to God we don't see it, but we may see it, and then you'll remember, like, hey, we heard it here first. Well, he is J.R. Starkus, uh, here to make all your bad alcohol good. Uh, <laughs> J.R., as always, yeah. thank you, mm-hmm. although I don't think you'd survive much longer than an hour if you were dropped off in the wilderness in Canada. Nope, me and you at the Game Boy and out. You, you want the worst <laughs> joke ever? Okay. See you next year, buddy. <laughs> See you next year, guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> it is. See you, JR. So there is JR Starkus. And now we've got a pair of tickets to go see David Lee Roth. January 1st, he is going to be at the House of Blues. And we've got a pair of tickets for you. 702 364 1100 is the phone number. 702 364 1100. You'll get a pair of tickets to see David Lee Roth at the House of Blues. Caller number five at 702 364 1100. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Kira has been filling in for Jared today. Great job. Uh, Thank you. Severely disappointed in us because she referenced the movie Wally during a break. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Ed has no idea what this is. No, this is like Tyler answering a music question. I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Who's in it? It's a oh Disney my gosh, movie. It's a Disney it's movie. An it's an animated oh, Disney movie. No oh, actually, I think it's Pixar. Whatever. But oh, that's regardless. Thing, isn't it? None. Zero. Really? Yeah. Okay. If you'd have asked me when my son was like six, I might have heard of Wally, but now I would well, have never heard okay, of it. Okay, so how old's your son? 22. Yeah, so he would have, he knows the movie then. He's I don't know age. that. I will ask him when I get home. <laughs> yeah, but so I you mean, should know the movie because he would know it. Uh, he doesn't talk to us usually. Okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I didn't know. Kid, we kids nowadays are off on their own. Oh. Ed, I I want to tell you something that you might not even believe me when I tell you it. I have another nail in my tire. <laughs> are you serious? Same, Wait, now, did you go across tire. the street to get the first one? Two weeks ago, after the I had show. a nail in my tire. Went and got it fixed after the show. Okay. Yesterday, driving to work. I get the notification, my tire pressure is low, go and put air in it, and I see another nail in the tire. Where Where is this Chick-fil-A go to? On, like, a bunch of rocks? <laughs> like, where do you drive? Usually you have to, like, you know, park in, like, a, a dirt lot where there's rocks and nails and everything, but mostly on the paved streets, this doesn't happen that many times. Kira, how many times have you gotten a nail in your tire? Once, and it was with a car that I didn't really care for, so I don't uh, know, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know how to change my tire. So you do. Oh, you do. Yes. I do. Really? You have a flat right now. You go out. You're changing that baby. I can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Yep. I went to Auto Tech for two years. So oh, oh. Yeah. all right. Cars falling. On you my might head. be able to patch up the. Na- can you patch up the nail in my tire? No dice. Oh no. man. Okay. Sorry, man. So that's two in a month that I've had. All right. You gonna and, go across the street? Uh, I might drive to one closer to my house and have my girlfriend pick me up because I had to wait for like an hour and a half because there were like a bunch of people in line. Oh, so. A bunch of nails? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> a lot of nails. <laughs> but I honestly do not know where they're coming from. The ground. I don't know where I'm driving. I, no, that... I've never. I've had it. I've had one. Twice ever. Yeah, this is like, probably. In, ever. I've only been driving for how old am I? Like 13 years. I've. You've had two. In a month. In I've a had month. like 15 in my life. Like I, you have that many nails. Oh I don't. God. I don't know you're why. Serious? Yes. You need to watch okay. Where you're, you're driving, driving in weird places. You there. need There's to watch just... where you're. But driving. this is like, yeah. I've lived in multiple states. I've lived in multiple houses in multiple states. I don't know what to tell you. Absolutely. 15. I've been rear-ended more times than I've had a nail in my tire. See, I've only been in one car accident. 
Uh-huh. I got you there. <laughs> <laughs> but I yes. Only? Only? Yeah. But I'm definitely averaging more than a nail per year in a tire. Wow. Which is it's by the way, that's almost impossible. Yeah, I will say it's one of the easiest things to get fixed. So I'm <laughs> yes. of all the problems I could have, yes. I'll take this one. My accidents tend not to be. <laughs> they tend to be very difficult to fix and quite costly, actually. Just imagine you've had a car like Kira you didn't care about. Care yeah. About. We don't well, have now many I of those do. I we care about my car now. Uh, we don't have that many at, that, at the house. With, we don't care about cars. The first round of the college football playoffs is happening New Year's Eve, starting with Alabama versus Cincinnati, followed by Georgia and Michigan. Listen at 1130 on ESPN Las Vegas.